This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Today, we are talking about the vision of Dr. Martin Luther King as articulated in the Nobel Peace Prize acceptance speech. And those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that Dr. Martin Luther King is one of my absolute favorite people uh, in the world, and I derive great inspiration from his speaking, his writing, and his actions, just who he was. And in fact, we originally launched this podcast during Martin Luther King Week. So we're starting off this year sharing just another tidbit of vision from Dr. Martin Luther King. And I just want to remind you that he was the leader of the civil rights movement for about 13 years, spanning between December 1955 through the 4th of April 1968. His whole approach was nonviolent leadership. And nonviolent leadership was aligned with his personal values because of his Christian beliefs. He was a pastor, and everything he did had to line up with those deeply held Christian beliefs as well. He didn't believe in freedom by any means. Because one of the things that Dr. Martin Luther King understood is that when you use any means, including things that are not truly aligned with your values, it's no longer freedom. But in fact, you have inadvertently enslaved yourself to use the strategies that you're even fighting against. So the strategies he used were really the power of words and nonviolent resistance through protests, grassroots organizing, and civil disobedience. And most of these actions had a significant economic impact on the communities where he was operating. So, for example, if we think about the Montgomery bus boycott in 1955, it lasted for 381 days and ultimately resulted in the Supreme Court ruling that segregation in transportation was unconstitutional. And then in 1963, with the March on Washington, which was for jobs and freedom, and of course, that's where we have the I Have a Dream speech, that resulted in the 1964 Civil Rights Act passed by Congress that made it illegal to discriminate against Black people, other minorities, in hiring, public accommodations, education, transportation, and an eliminated legal racial segregation. The Selma to Montgomery March of 1964 for voters' rights resulted in the 1965 Voters' Rights Act. And the Martin Luther King Center for Nonviolent Social Change has a vision, and that vision is 
envisioning a world where global brotherhood and sisterhood are not a dream, but the state of humankind. So that just gives you a little bit of a backdrop and an overview about Dr. Martin Luther King, just in case you may not know very much about him or may have forgotten some of the details. So at his Nobel Peace Prize acceptance speech in Oslo, Norway, he articulates a number of visions in that speech. And I want to mention these. One was to establish a reign of freedom and the rule of justice. Because at the heart of everything Dr. Martin Luther King did, the primary vision was that all men are created equal. So secondly, was to overcome oppression and violence without resorting to oppression and violence. Thirdly, all people of the world to discover a way to live together in peace. Next, to evolve for all human conflict, a method that rejects revenge, aggression, and retaliation, and instead is built on a foundation of love. And he saw what he called Negro and white men creating alliances to overcome common problems. And he believed that it was possible to move from what, what he called isness, in other words, how things are now, to oughtness. In other words, there's a way things ought to be, a way that is right in the universe, and we can move from is to ought. At the time that he gave this speech, 22 million blacks were already in the struggle for freedom. In Birmingham, Alabama, people were being brutalized by dogs and fire hoses while they were guilty of nothing other than seeking brotherhood. And in Philadelphia, Mississippi, black people were brutalized and killed over the right to vote. In spite of all of this, Dr. Martin Luther King said he still had an abiding faith in America, and he refused to accept despair. He still saw a picture and a vision where all people can have three meals a day for their body, education and culture for their minds, dignity, equality, and freedom for their spirits. And he further believed that what self-centered men have torn down, other centered men can build up. So I want to share with you a quote from his speech that for me is very inspiring. And here's the quote. Dr. Martin Luther King said, I refuse to accept that mankind is so tragically bound to the starless midnight of racism and war that the bright daybreak of peace and brotherhood can never become a reality. I refuse to accept the cynical notion that nation after nation must spiral down a militaristic stairway into the hell of nuclear annihilation. I believe that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the final word in reality. That is why right, temporarily defeated, 
is stronger than evil triumphant. I challenge you today to continue this legacy of championing all men are created equal and championing love and brotherhood and being part of making right triumphant and evil defeated. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.